This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. I've got to say, I've been feeling a bit under the weather ever since fighting that uh, underground dwarf fella. <laughs> Exhausted and spent. Did you say, like, I used every spell on that cat? <laughs> <laughs> the companions limp into a bombarded village and meet the locals. They were giants! They were very large creatures! <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what kind of tires they were. <laughs> there are at least a dozen people whose whereabouts are unaccounted for. Thank you, there's, there's, there's so much evil in the world. It's good to know there are truly good people. Yeah, I'm sorry, was I playing my hip-hop music too loudly? <laughs> Let me just turn that down. I just love the rap music. <laughs> but they never would have imagined who. Then all of a sudden... No. Or what? No! Was coming. Oh, you hear a tree crashing. The adventure continues. Get out of here! Get out of here! Right now. Why, hello. It's Matthew here to welcome you to this week's episode. I mean, it's been a long time, not since the retreat, where I learned the true depths of depravity that runs through the GCP crew. Also, I discovered that they're all a bunch of insomniac hooligans. Uh, There's a fun story where Troy, on, on the last night, Troy literally stepped on me while I was sleeping. Uh, probably figuring that it was easier to kill me than kill Della in the game, uh, you know, basically amounts to the same thing for him. But since I love Pathfinder more than Troy hates humanity and everyone else hates a good eight hours of rest, I will not be silenced. You can't stop the crits, Troy. Never. Anyway, thanks as always for listening. Here's episode 81, The Hills Have I. Another week, another episode... And that stupid wolf is still alive. Yeah! Ah, yes! Lexington lives! It's a victory for us all. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. You Not literally did like trying. 16 attacks on Lexington. Yes. Literally. Let's say you literally made up a ridiculous creature to kill that wolf. <laughs> that, thing, that thing is a wolf killer. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen an eight-legged cat? Yeah. <laughs> it is like the most, it's like a lie that a desperate person would make up. It's like, uh, an eight-legged cat jumps out of the woods and jumps on his back. <laughs> and then you catch on fire. Yeah. I think it's actually how Troy views his own cats like in his idealized version of yeah. them they're, they're like they're like wearing armor and helmets yeah. great mythical beasts uh i in all honesty you th- you were looking at me you were very angry because you thought i was like just trying to take out lexington i really that creature was so powerful i wanted it to attack a pc it just didn't make sense where you guys were standing for it to do that so it added added extra danger to kill Lexington. But do you think that your par- your friends were there to help Lexington, or do you think they would just be like, "Fuck that wolf"? I don't understand the question. Like the PCs, the PCs, yeah. Oh no, no, <laughs> no. Well, it's not that they don't care, but they certainly wouldn't like you know risk anything or or uh, not help each other first. You know right. what I mean? So, and I don't think they'd be all that broken up about it. I'd be devastated. I what? think they like Lexington. I mean, that's, sure, Nestor sure. doesn't really care. They're not going to go out of their way to hurt him. Right. No. But they'll let him die. 
Yeah, I don't. If, if they had to, let me Della ask you. was trying. She was trying to. No, everybody was trying. But if, I'm saying, if it was the choice between that and like helping an ally that was, uh, you know, not a wolf, I think they'd go that way. I'd help the wolf. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Let me ask that. you this: If Lexington dies, what's your next mount going to be? Uh, I haven't thought about it. I have a suggestion. A giant I'm, tortoise. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, ret- that's what I was about to say. <laughs> it's a Galapagos tortoise. <laughs> if Lexington dies, I'm going to retire from adventuring. I, ch- I charge slowly into battle. <laughs> you chose the hair. There is a mini raptor familiar for a lot of wizards that can also be used as a mount, and it would be an amazing Jurassic Park tie-in for you. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. Dinosaur cool. into battle. I, uh, I don't allow it. I, yeah. <laughs> I immediately don't allow it. Um, all right, so you uh, you know you've you, you finished up with Nargrim Steelhand's tomb, and then you look at the map and you see you're about forty miles away from the alleged Minderhall's Valley. Realizing that you guys are battle weary, and you know Umlo and Nestor especially with that uh, ability drain, it's really nerfing them and making them weaker. Um, they're not sleeping well at night, and you really you, you need to take a little side trip to the village of Shinnerman's Fortune to kind of see if they have a healer, rest up before the you continue off to a valley full of giants, as far as you know. A valley where giants are gathering, a giant army. Um, so you guys go to sidetrack and you see a cottage that's being, you know, that's been decimated by boulders. And sure enough, there's a troll in there that wandered in and tried to eat a baby. You guys kill the troll, kill the eight-legged cat, uh, save the baby in a very uh, daring move, <laughs> hitting it with a stick and catching it from the second floor. Uh, and now you have a, a baby with you. You continue up the road and see two more. And it's a girl, these. right? It's a girl, baby girl. Why, did you check it? <laughs> you, I thought you said that. <laughs> yes, it's a girl. Um, we have probably to change it at some point. That's true. Yeah. You have to change Willamit as well. Ah, uh, she spit up on us cross armor. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you continue up the up the path, and you see two more co- cottages that have been destroyed as well. So obviously there was some sort of, and you see the huge footprints. The giants have been here. There are giants that have been here and just destroyed these cottages. You continue up the way. You see Shinnerman's fortune, and it too has been decimated. The outer wall is broken. Houses are caved in. Bodies everywhere. Uh, villagers run up to you, uh, an older woman and an older man at the forefront, asking who you are, and says, we have been attacked. Now, I don't know if this was clear last week, but they're not currently under attack. There aren't giants running around the village. Giants ran through here, right. just like they did those cottages. That's and what we were afraid of, is, is yet again going into a fight where we've already expended yeah. all of our abilities. <laughs> no, with no healing. Del has no spells. Umlo <laughs> has 10, 11 hit points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, you, did you say, like, I used every spell on that cat? Uh, <laughs> uh, let me make a correction there. I used every spell trying. <laughs> that whip. You did not whip it good. I did not. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, yeah. you need to do a little more whip training, I think. Yeah. I need to do a little more dice rolling training. I didn't roll above an eight, I think, the entire combat. So the, the woman uh, and the man come up to you, and, and the woman is like, I'm uh, Alderwoman Stryer Crown. Uh, this is Alderman Jarek Sneth. Uh, you have arrived in the wake of a savage giant attack on the village. A few nights ago, a wandering band of giants just passed through the region and destroyed our town. I'm sure you've seen some of the uh, decimation on your way here. She goes on to describe the raid. They bombarded the village with rocks. They rushed into the settlement after breaking the wall down and just started indiscriminately attacking everyone and everything that they saw. Maiming, 
and killing a number of villagers. They eventually retreated back into the mountains, but only after seizing livestock and several more people as tribute and promising to return for more later. Oh, my God. And, uh, sorry, they were hill giants? Uh, all manner of giants. All manner of giants. Um, how, ma- how many? Jerex uh, speaks up. He's like, there are at least a dozen people whose whereabouts are unaccounted for. Most notably, uh, Taram Shinuman, a descendant of the village's founder and the speaker for our council. We only pray that the giants have not yet eaten the captives and that at least some of them still live. But the threat these giants pose have left our people feeling helpless. Very few of our townsfolk are qualified to fight orcs, let alone giants. We fear that the giants are going to return soon to exact more tribute, and we plead, if you are here to help in any way, if your journey takes you forward to where these giants were going, please help us find our missing kinfolk and put an end to this giant threat. If they've done this to our village, I can only imagine what they will do to all the neighboring towns. These giants are wanted by the city of Trunau and all of the civilization of Galarian. We've been tracking them down, and I'm sorry to find your city under siege and hurting so badly on our way there, but it is a good sign that we're on the right track because we've already defeated many giants along our path, and they will not be the last, and we will do everything in our power to bring back those who've been stolen from you. That would be wonderful. So many sons and daughters have already been taken from us. As you can see, we haven't even had time to clean up the mess. But if you can save these people, it would mean a lot to the village. We are a simple folk, just simple prospectors. We all keep to ourselves. We're peaceful people. We did nothing to attract the ire of these giants. If you can in any way help return our people home, we would be most grateful. Uh, question. Um... Is there anything like an orphanage or a uh, <laughs> any kind of uh, like a, uh, a, a bereaved, recently grieving mother lost a child, maybe <laughs> uh, anywhere that would really appreciate the company of having a newborn, you know, in the house? I, uh, I, I don't understand. What are you talking? Well, about? here's the thing. Uh, we found this. Uh, you know, show it. Tell me. <laughs> Good day. I am Sir William Keswick of Highbury. He's got it. <laughs> uh, he uh, struggles that's off. That's not a baby. That's a man. <laughs> a small man, but a baby. No, no, oh, no. Baby. It's confusing, but you, it all will be clear momentarily. Yeah, he, he struggles to dismount kind of one-handed, holding the baby carefully, and, uh, and awkwardly walks this little baby girl over and says, We found her in one of the outer cottages after the attack. Her parents were killed, but she survived. The woman cuts you off. Abria, please, this is my granddaughter. I thought her dead. And she comes and just I'm like, so sorry. takes her from you and holds her. Oh, oh, sweet Abria. Oh, my daughter is surely perished, but I, I assumed the baby would have been dead as well. Oh, she yet lives. Thank you. Thank you for saving her. Were there any survivors? Not that we, not that we saw. I wish we could have done more, but we were too late. <laughs> and she just weeps into the baby. Please, Jerick will help you with anything you need. Our village is yours to stay, to rest up, to heal, whatever you need. Just speak to them and I will deal with you on the morrow. And she leaves. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to this Jerick guy and uh, just sort of explain the situation, uh, highlighting mainly, you know, we are, we are battle-weary and could use a, a rest. 
In exchange, we would like to help where we can, fixing your village before we set back out to find these giants, and hopefully your missing speaker. That's that's very kind of you to offer. I, I don't want to delay you any further. To be honest, we have people that can help rebuild. Uh, but if you could perhaps help us with the bodies and whatnot, just collecting them. We are embarrassed to say that this raid happened a couple of days ago and there's still bodies laying around. We, we need help just making this place livable for the, those survivors who yet stay here. Um, if you could help us with this, we, we, we can equip you with anything you need, basic supplies and food and water for at least two weeks. Um, we are simple, but we can give you what we have. Okay, thank you. Let's, let's go to work. And uh, I guess we will head into this village. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty beat up, but it's, generally speaking, uh, there's still enough buildings you know up that you can we can rest we can oh, yeah. heal we can eat we can sleep somewhere we can yeah you can see that the the main uh, destruction happened on the fortifications to the village and that's yeah. how they got in and then the houses some of them have been completely destroyed others are just you know th- there's wreckage everywhere you know if there was pens where animals were the pens have been destroyed and whatnot um but it's a real mess and it's not a big village it's not probably not even 100 people that lived here at its busiest time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right now there's maybe 70, 80 people in the village. You can tell it's, it's a very small settlement, settlement uh, of people. Um, Could I do a knowledge history on uh, Shinneman? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 13. 13. You, you really had never heard of it before uh, Tom Exposition uh, mentioned it, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it, these these sort of uh, villages are not uncommon in the area. You know, people who came here uh, seeking gold. You know, if there were dwarven mines back in the day or gold in the streams of this river, um, it would be very common for lots of individuals to come here. So probably everyone keeps to themselves for the most part. They came here for, you know, like pr- prospectors in the in the 40s kind of feel. <clears throat> and they just have this little town and they do well, but it's not like there's a mansion or anything. Um Pros- um, wait, prospectors of the forties, like the eighteen forties? Yeah, eighteen forties. The forty niners. Yeah, the forty. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it's like was like draft dodgers from World War Two or something. <laughs> <laughs> they hold up in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> prospectors from the thirteen forties. <laughs> uh, as we're walking in and, and going wherever we're going, uh, Will would like to talk to this guy. Just uh, you know, getting some more details. So. You said that they were, they, they told you they were taking people for tribute? Yes, they, they maimed and killed so many people, but it, it seemed as if they purposefully took some of the people away from us and livestock and didn't kill them. Now, maybe they meant to just eat them, but it seemed very strange. We overheard as we were doing our best to fend them off, mostly hiding uh, something about tribute. The people they did take, were they injured? Um, did they take maimed people? They, the people that they took, they beat before they took them, yes. Okay. But there were some women and children that were just grabbed. Children as well? Yes. Oh, no. That is terrible. Between you and me, I would be shocked if the children have survived this. It's tribute to some well, chieftain or the storm tyrant? It could be, Della. It could be. I, I can tell you that we just fought off a group of orcs and giants that are organizing. And if you're telling me that you were attacked by all sorts of different giant folk. Sounds like they're organizing, too. 
Yes. We've never seen anything like this. I've been here all my life. I was born here. My father was born here. And his father was born here. We've never been attacked by giants. Sure, you hear stories of neighboring tribes, but everyone keeps to themselves. This makes no sense. We have done nothing. Do you, so do you know nothing of giants? Could, could you name the races of giants that you saw? Sadly, no. I, uh, they all look the same to me. They're enormous creatures. How, how large were the largest ones? Ah... Uh, I mean, the the largest one seemed to be, uh, you know, four or five times your size. My he, size? His or size, a, mm-hmm. m- like my size. Uh, um, relatively, you know. They, they were big creatures. I, I, I don't, they're giants. What, what don't you understand? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just very upset. <laughs> very upset at this role play. <laughs> very upset when I say things that I didn't want to say. Because I don't have a good enough answer. They were giants! They were very large creatures! Well, I, I, I'm not going to tell you what kind of giants they were. I, for one, uh, don't think that they're uh, going to be eaten, as other people have suggested. I, I'm afraid that I think they're being put into bondage. These giants ate and lived apart from the rest of us until now. I think this is the beginning of a new world order they're attempting to put onto this planet. You're suggesting slavery? Yes. Hmm. We cannot allow that to happen, Sheriff. A man living in chains ain't no man at all. Our people are no slaves. Please. Please, I'm sure you have reasons for your own for being here. But... If you can help us find our villagers, you would be doing a great deed for all humanity. I think our missions coincide. It is, it would be our honor to help your people. Let's rest up and get going as soon as possible before any more of these people die. Yes, yeah, so we rest. Is that? Yeah. Absolutely. Is there anything else we need to do well, yeah, before you, we rest? Shop the first in time? town. If you guys want to do any shopping, let's ask for a healer too. Yeah, can we, uh, is there by chance a cleric in the village that lives? We have a cleric, yes. Unfortunately, it is Tamerman Shimmerman himself. <sighs> he is a very accomplished healer, and I'm sure were you to find him and save him, he would be able to do anything for you, but... And he kind of leans in closely. It's like I'm loath to even talk about it, because once people realize that he's not longer here, those who are hurt or maimed, we don't have the capabilities to save them. Hmm. What are their positions on demon's blood? Excuse me? Never mind. <laughs> Della. Just checking. Sir Will gives me the... Cut it off, cut it off. Help. It's marvelous stuff. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what about a market? Does anybody need to go to a market for any reason? Or... Do you guys want to buy some potions? Do we have stuff, or... we have stuff to sell, right? We do have stuff to sell, actually. Yeah, we have stuff to sell from the tomb. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, it's a pretty... Let's see what they've got for money here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they'll be able to accommodate you if you want to uh, sell some stuff. Obviously, your gems, your opals, you're, you can get full value for, and then everything else they'll buy at half price. Straight up and down. Cool. I've got a couple things to sell, what? but I'd like to make my own trip if it's all right. I need <laughs> a bit of time to myself. <laughs> I, see, I, see I, need, I need time to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Nestor gets up early in the morning. I'm alone, you see, and it, this this kind of constant companionship is wearing on my nerves. You're a bit. Right. I, an I'm, introvert. <laughs> I'm yeah. just a little curious, Nestor. Uh, 
you came out of that prison cell with nothing but your clothing on your back and your uh, jolter bow. What else do you have to sell? Are you selling your bow? Is that what's happening? Yeah, we did have a catalog. I'm just curious. Because we, we've been splitting everything. <laughs> listen, mate. Look, if you listen back to the episode, there was a there was a satchel that had some personal effects in it. And I didn't feel the need to describe all the valuables that I'm carrying with me. Sense motive. <laughs> yeah. <come on. laughs> uh, eighteen. You win. <laughs> <laughs> always wins. Oh man, Baron Psycho, right? All right, okay, that, that makes sense. The story checks out. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> so he shows up with a statue of like. Two giants making love. Yeah, it was a fire, fire, a fire, female fire giant. Yeah, one of the things. So, Nestor, you're able to sell your stuff, no problem. Awesome. And then you guys can do the same as well. Um, and before you're ready to leave the next day, you know, obviously you get a night's worth of healing, so you get your level plus your con back. You get uh, delegates all her spells. Baron gets his grit points. I might need. To, we might need to heal Umlo. We might need to do two nights here. Ah, I mean, I'm Willman is very far down. Oh yeah. So, yeah, how many hit points does Willman have? He has twenty-one out of left. Seventy out of seventy. <laughs> oh man! So a rest gives him ten. So he'd be at thirty-one, heading out into to fight giants. Oh okay. So you, and I have no healing left for the day. So it's only that rest. So if I rest, use healing, and then rest, I'll be much better off. All right. So you guys want to take two days? Every um, day you take a villager dies. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, but, but I'm not kidding. Uh, Della will use the extend meta magic wand Arad to cast Infernal Healing on Umlo. Because he is hurt. Umlo or doesn't th- want it. Is he? I don't know. No, is he, he good? He doesn't want your Infernal Healing. Fine. He can, he can be in pain. You know what's really funny? Do you guys have a wand? Or? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. I just wanted to make it clear that it's going to need to be two nights. I mean, it doesn't need to be. If if Sheriff Baron really wants to push out fast, we can use up the wand. Sheriff's orders. Sheriff's orders. I think there's people in danger, but uh, I also want to respect everyone. It's been a long, hard ride. Uh, I think it's in our best interest. It depends on what's in your heart, what you want to do. I've got to say, I've been feeling a bit under the weather ever since fighting that uh, underground dwarf fella. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I got this cough. <coughs> I can't shake, and I just feel, you know, feel weak. Well, uh, I think we might want to talk about buying an additional wand of healing or something else, some potions to keep us uh, safe along the way while we have the money from the proceeds of, you know, Nestor's personals that he got from the jail and <laughs> yeah. nothing else. And uh, the rest and of... And I'm willing to contribute. Nestor, are you willing to chip in for a wand of cure light wounds? Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's something that we all benefit from. That's a stand-up act. Thank you very much. You seem to have come into some cash lately, Nestor. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask where you got it. I'm amazed that the Giants didn't hit the horse racetrack and they just had a place for Nestor to go gamble. <laughs> So, uh, but you're saying they have enough gold for us to get that, and, and could we possibly get a wand of cure light wounds? Yeah, absolutely. He has the the guy is uh, he's a little shook up, but he uh, he wanted to get back to business as fast as possible, so he's able to yeah sell you that. Now, if you wanted some, you know, strange magical item, he may not have that, but they do have some magical items there. Um, outside of poison and stuff, I know that Sir Will had a request for some sleeping armor. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I looked up the rules on this. I couldn't really find anything that clear. But is there no way to resize a medium size 
uh, magical armor to a small? I guess there isn't. No. Could I get this in a small? <laughs> uh, there isn't. No, but check if, the back of the store. If you because you can sleep in leather armor, but you can't sleep in Uscott's armor. Right. So I think the idea was I'm trying to explore this actually playing a character really wearing heavy armor, and I think the idea is you you were out of it most of the time. You you just put it on when you are going into imminent combat, right. you know, and so uh, or in a very dangerous territory. But at night, all that kind of stuff. You also don't have to be completely unarmored. If you had another set of light leather right, armor on right. you, you could wear some light leather armor and Baron has swapped out his old leather armor for the new one he found in the not in No, the I didn't I didn't swap it out once I figured out it was the exact same. Uh, oh. I mean mine's studded versus regular leather, but I think But we thing, have two sets. The thing that right. makes the most sense to me is a roll like in any town to see if they have a small version and small stuff is worth less. Well, this is what I'm going to do if you if you ask him if he has any small leather armor, he's just like uh, I mean it's not very normal for us to have uh, armor of that size, but I surprisingly do have this uh, armor here fit for a child. Oh, uh, how convenient. It might be uh, might be your size. Perhaps we could just do an even trade. It is fate. Know? It is fate, then. Do we have this extra uh, medium plus one leather armor, and we do like a, a straight swap, so I have a small plus one leather. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the guy, okay, awesome. maybe he didn't know it was magical. So he's just like, here. But he still got the better of the deal because he has like actual yeah, medium yeah, leather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he does a little switcheroo. And it's, All right, it's, awesome. It's worth more for him, too. So. And yours says like uh, Gap Kids on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's his, his youth. Uh, osh, osh, gosh, it's a youth gosh. medium. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, it has little dinosaurs on the bottom. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sir Will, uh, on that on this next day, wants to take an opportunity uh, at some point to speak with Della. Um, ah. He kind of wants to to pull Della aside, um, and, you know, keep it kind of casual, but uh, ask her, Della, this ritual you have been interested in lately with. The demon blood. I'm just curious. Uh, how did that come up, and, and why do you do it? When I was a child, I uh, discovered I had this ability, and my father was training me, and you know, I, would, I would get hurt. I would you know, fall, and he would, he would be training with swords, and you know, I would get hit. Uh, and then, he, well, I did other things, too, but I needed to heal somehow, and I was studying, and I found this, if I could purchase a small vial of this blood and anoint myself with it, I could use my powers to heal the wounds that our enemies del- delivered to me. Your father was training you in what? Martial, Just, martial combat. Martial combat. Was he a great warrior? He was... He was a complicated man. Hmm. He, oh, he somebody's was a, singing in town. <laughs> Do you hear the lute player? <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> mournful. Yeah. Sing a sort of dirge for the dead. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, was... He was a man of the, the cloth until my mother ah, was taken from him. Very interesting. Who did he worship? I don't know. He never told me. But when I, when, he never told you? When I, after I was born, he was broken and cast out of his order. Oh, that's all very strange. Well, I certainly understand the need to heal from wounds in martial combat. It is something I've experienced much, but I have endeavored to not use these sort of means that you have sought. And while I completely understand the ease of it, sometimes the easiest way is not the best way I have found. When your enemies are using, are stealing children, eating children, ripping women from their families, leaving 
baby's dead, wouldn't you use any means available to you? No, I would not. Because we don't want to use the same means that they use. There is a... a concern there that you might one day go down a path that they have taken. That, yes, perhaps now this infernal healing will make you feel better. But in the long run, it may lead you down a path that you do not wish to take. And you may not see it happening until it's too late. I believe that you are a beautiful creature. (laughs) That your existence here in Galarian is not by accident. And that you have the power to do great good while you are here. And while I will not discourage you from doing what you want to do now, I just want you to think about it. Because I believe you could be a great force for good in this world. And carrying around a vial of demon's blood might give people the wrong idea. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a lecture a guy with his high school daughter gets a tattoo or something. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. almost exactly. (laughs) But remember, there are... Basically the same, roughly the same age, right? Because yeah. Wilmette's very young. So I don't. I think as this is going on, Della is getting a little more and more resentful of this. Of this. Of this <laughs> yeah, talking like, to. Oh, I'm sure she is. <laughs> She's like, All the forces for good in this world that I've known are dead, or paralyzed with ineptitude. You do you, Sir Will. I'll do me. <laughs> as you say, my lady. Do you guys decide to stay for two nights? After all. If we have a rod, can't we just keep on moving? Uh, yes. We, well, the only people who need healing can't use the rod. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we can use charges on the wand or we can rest. I'm fine with resting another day because I'm, I'm behind this theory that one more day is not going to change also, the situation. Looking at the map, it, it would make sense that if your ultimate um, sort of destination is this uh, valley... There's not a lot of settlements along the way, so this may be your last chance for a while to be in a real town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without having to backtrack. Um, but who knows if you're going to have time to do that. So it, it's not... Even though you're, there is a rush, I think there's probably a feeling amongst the group like, this may be our last taste of civilization for a while. Let's soak it up while we can. Hmm. Yeah, I'm more than... Next is more than willing to... Although, it went, at the mention of giants, he did perk up a bit. Mm. But even still, he's, uh, he'd like to spend a couple of days. It's been a long, hard journey. All right. Well, um, that's fine with me. Uh, I think we're all kind of on our separate paths right now. And Baron, instead of heading over to the bar, um, right now is going to go check in on the baby and see if uh, she's all right. So he, he knocks on the door of her grandmother and just checks in and says, How's she doing? Is she adjusting all right? Do you have a crib still left over for her to sleep in? She's fine, thank you. She seems to be unharmed, and luckily for her, she's too young to know the tragedy that befell her parents. Uh, Hopefully she will grow up strong. I I can't thank you and your companions enough for for saving her, although I've... And she kind of chokes back the tears, lost a daughter and a son-in-law. I at least can raise this girl, raise Abria as one of my own. I'll tell you one thing. We just got revenge for a very important man named Silvermane. And I know that that debt, that grudge has been settled. I will march forward with Aubria's name in my tongue and in the back of my head at all times and get revenge for her and for your family and for all of Shinneman's fortune. 
I just want you to give this girl as much safety and comfort you can in the meantime. Thank you much. And he walks out. No, th- and before she, you leave, she grabs your, your duster and says, He said I walked out! <laughs> Thank you, there's, there's, there's so much evil in the world. It's good to know there are truly good people left. This isn't much, but I'd just like to give you a token of my appreciation. Uh, this is an old family heirloom of mine that has always made us feel safe, and may it protect you on your journey as well. And she gives you a small silver clasp that you could, like, stick in your cloak uh, in the shape of an arrow. Ooh. Oh, nice. I put it nearby where I keep my hope knife, and I say to her, Ma'am, if you look out at the stars at night, I want you to look at them and think, it's not the dark that's winning, but the light. And I walk out. He's quite the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So do we want a wand to cure light wounds? Yeah, so we're, we'll get that. And then uh, Willamette is going to spend some time uh, trying to literally run the numbers on food, water, you know, supplies, that kind of stuff, and buy that stuff. Right, and, and get the you know horses all saddled and fill fill the saddlebags with supplies and everything. And if you go to pay for it, they they say no, no. Uh, oh, Jarek said this is this is the least we can do, and they give you two weeks worth of uh, trail rations and food. That is extremely generous. Water. Thank you. Yeah. Should we uh, also see if there is perhaps I know they're ransacked, but a, a fifth horse for Umlo, so he doesn't have to ride alongside someone else? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and they do give you a horse. It's 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 in a, it's a little bit better condition than the one you got out of True Now. Um, uh, they they look a little reluctant to give it away because there you can see as they're giving it to you, there's like blood in the stables, so they were probably wiped out of horses on the way there. But they're like, uh, please treat treat her well. Uh, is there a chapel in that's still standing? Uh, there is. It's a non-denominational chapel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like LCD TV screens. Right. And, uh, <laughs> a lot of Unitarians. <laughs> a young kid comes up. He's the priest. What's going on? <laughs> Let's just rap. You want to just rap? Yeah. Just, there's, there's a kid with a snare drum and another one with an electric guitar. Like, yeah, we're sorry, was I playing my hip-hop music too loudly? <laughs> Let me just turn that down. I just love the rap music. These days. <laughs> Just rapping about God. (laughs) (laughs) Then he spins around a chair and sits on it backwards. Did you want to talk about that? And there's there's a poster behind him. There's a poster behind him warning about the evils of infernal healing. (laughs) Just say no. It's like a little girl being infernally healed. Say no to infernal healing. (laughs) Just say no. On the nose. On my on, between my office and the bus stop that I take there is a the, the new Sci- Church of Scientology in Harlem has popped up. Cutter's Mike. Cutter's Mike. They have an army of people of like young people in black suits who are just like out on 125th Street every day, just like they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" And try to like hand you, hand you things. And all like, <laughs> do you like music? Yeah. Uh, what can I do you for, son? <laughs> uh, Sir Will is just going to go in and, and say a few prayers and uh, pray for there. The, uh, the health and well-being of everyone in the town and, and on our journey. Nice. For all the good it'll do. Um, <laughs> I, and Nestor is going to find, uh, he's going to try to find a, uh, some dice, people to, to dice with. Nice. Okay, yeah, I can see uh, night one and night two, Nestor spending his time uh, 
out in the town. I'm using my knowledge local to find a uh, disreputable establishment. You know there's mechanics for that. You know there's mechanics for that. For dicing? For, yeah, for gambling. You roll against the DM, you see how much gold you make, you make like eight gold pieces. Yeah. <laughs> you lost three gold and, pieces. And you have loaded dice. And right? I have loaded dice. What does yeah. that give you? A plus? Yeah, there's like I don't all... know. Yeah, there's like, it's a plus something. And I would use my, I was thinking like I'd use my bluff skill against like, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's fun. It's, so. I think it's in the campaign, ultimate campaign, I think. Yeah. All right, quick, bluff rolls. All right, three <laughs> bluff rolls, kid. Okay. All right. Wait, Dell's going to go too. <laughs> Oh, and... Odella uh, really is a cigarette-smoking teenager. It's amazing. Yeah, She's hanging around with filthy people. I'm such a bad influence. Well, <laughs> clearly, um, clearly, they don't want her at this church. So and I'm also... I'm going to study whoever it is that I'm dicing against. Use my study target bonus on that. So, that's a plus 12. 27. 27? All right. And so, let's roll a bluff check? Yeah, roll a bluff check. All right. <laughs> Six. Perfect. <laughs> Seven. Uh, Seven. <laughs> Oh, natural 20. 22. <laughs> oh, he's so roll good. Mandela. He's so good. Natural 19. 20. Okay, and roll one more each. Uh, 22. Seven again. <laughs> <laughs> Nestor walks out of, walks out of uh, town with an extra 15 gold pieces. Uh, awesome. Della yeah. loses her shirt. <laughs> She's five gold pieces down. <laughs> That's great. Let me mark that on the loot sheet. Listen, sometimes the dice are just on it and you don't, don't, they don't favor you. That's just how it is. <laughs> don't, don't give up. Didn't you say you had loaded dice? <laughs> did I say you had loaded dice? Oh, I did. Yeah, no. It also helps to have loaded dice. <laughs> so it's like my old dad used to say, when all else fails, cheat the other bugger's ears off. <laughs> Didn't make a lot of sense back then, but you, I understand it now. Is your old dad, what does he do? What did he do? Uh, well, he was, uh, he was a professional man. He was a working man. Seems like he has a lot of opinions. He was full, full he, a lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom in him. A lot of people would come to him for help and advice. Yeah, he's a very clever man. So, Not clever <laughs> enough in the end, but what can you do? It, in the background, while the dice is rolling, in the distance, you can kind of hear this unceasing clink, 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 clink. Are you and sharpening your gun? Baron. <laughs> I was going to say, is that the sound of brewing ales? Fine ales? Baron has uh, found a chiseler's kit and he is carving the symbol of Torag into the side of a building that he has talked to the owner and gotten their permission for. Wow. To be a warning to giants that this town is protected. And he's like, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Sheriff, your office is getting bigger and bigger. Your, your territory, your jurisdiction is expanding. T for Torag, T for True Now. I do think it would be really cool if every town that we successfully save and Baron survives through, he's like, I'd also like your jurisdiction. Yeah. And he just has like, he has 20 badges on his duster. Do you guys have a sheriff here in Shimmerman's Fortune? Um,. All right, so two days later, you guys set out in search of giants, marauding giants who have crushed those cottages, sacked this city, and stolen their villagers and livestock as, quote-unquote, tribute, is what Jarek overheard. Uh, Alderwoman Strya Crown, so happy that you returned to Abria, gives Baron a brooch in the shape of an arrow for his cloak, which he proudly wears. I'm now participating in the Hunger Games. I know. <laughs> totally. You volunteer as tribute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you guys set off and 
you can see the wake of destruction as you go out of town. Like as you were coming into town, there were those cottages that were a little bit on the outskirts of town. So you see more uh, cottages and the like, um, stables and whatnot, and you can see more devastation. Um, a few hours into your trip, so it's not dark yet, but you know night is night is approaching. Um, you get uh, into a, a thick. Thickly wooded area, but the path still continues through the woods. We're riding, right? Yep, you're uh, on horseback. Uh, Umlo now uh, has his own horse. Everybody roll a perception check. Six, 16. 20. 21. Della doesn't see anything. All right, so uh, Della, uh, busily staring at her vial of demon's blood. Uh, <laughs> you say you guys are really obsessed with demon's blood. I don't know that, what that says about you guys. But. Uh, <laughs> it's disturbing, man. It's, de- it's demon's blood you're just walking around with. The world is disturbing, let's be honest. <laughs> you, uh, Nestor, Baron, and um, Willamette, uh, maybe Emlo, not sure. Oh, I didn't know for Emlo, You see uh, a pair of Humanoid creatures darting through the thickets ahead. Hold up. So we're in sort of the woods here? You're getting into a much uh, more wooded area. The path is continuing through the woods, and you guys, you know, you're very aware up ahead. Obviously, you're going to hear a giant coming, but you see just... And it's sort of dusk. Yes, it's getting dusk. I say to the group, slow to a trot. Do not stop. Okay, so we're going to continue forward, keeping an eye out. Uh, Will is going to ready a lance. He's got his lance up in the air with the, the banner flying. Do you guys continue forward? Yeah. Yep. Slower, obviously, not right. a full gallop. Della has the whip out. And I want to like just keep doing perception checks. Just I'm keeping my eyes open. Yeah, Nestor, super suspicious. Nestor, you roll another perception check. All right. 16. 16. Quite sure you you see this happening, and you guys are getting closer and closer, and then you notice that they're humans, and they see you, and they're just like, "Help! Help us! What? Please, please help! It's going to kill us!" And you see absolute terror on the faces of two men. Sense motive. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. On yep, that. and I'm studying them. Miss. Uh, 20. I believe. 20. 14. Abject terror. You've ne- they, you know that they are uh, fearing for their lives. Please, please help us. The other one gets a little louder than the other one. You don't understand. Help us. Help us. And then all of a sudden. No. No. You hear a tree crashing. And all of a sudden, a huge creature emerges from the trees ahead. And the one feature you notice besides its giant great axe is that it only has one eye. Oh, man. A cyclops? cyclops? A huge cyclops. No. Oh, oh no. my God. Roll for initiative. Oh, my Whoa. God. Right. That... Piece is amazing. That that is the biggest <laughs> pawn I've ever seen in my fucking life. That is my the God. actual image from the Giant Slayer pawn deck too. Wow. Oh no, Sir Will. No. Uh, I should have asked this beforehand, but talk to me about party order. 
I imagine Nestor's probably up front. Yeah. Della will join you if you want. Or I'd love that. I'd love that very much. Don't get Love connection. I'd love just... It's not a company. Yeah. You know? We'll have the dwarves and then Sir Will... Can I back. have a little bit of infernal blood, please? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I need another hit, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm jonesing, I'm jonesing, me. So those villagers were here. You, the way I've drawn it, you see like forest, there's some bushes, but the path continues through this forest. And this gigantic, I mean huge in terms of Pathfinder terms, uh, Cyclops comes smashing trees down because these guys yelled too loudly and now is facing you guys. <laughs> oh, man. I would like to precursor this combat by saying, this is the most dangerous creature you have probably fought. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, this is a fucking cyclops. <laughs> oh, I thought we'd be warming up to this stuff. I, yeah. <laughs> we had enough trouble with an eight-legged cat. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Now we gotta fight a twelve foot tall cyclops. <laughs> All right, what did everybody get for a niche? Twelve. Twelve. Six, sixteen Shitty. for Dylan. I also oh. got sixteen. All right, who's ahead in those two? Baron. And Sir Willamit comes in with a four. <laughs> a gentleman's four. A gentleman's four. <laughs> what about Umlo? Uh, oh, by the way, Matthew starring as Umlo this week. That's oh, right. Yeah, did we? I'm Umlo. Yeah, that's that's Umlo. <laughs> My umlo's not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> uh, eight for umlo's initiative. Eight for umlo. What'd you get, Willamette? Four. All right, so cheapers. All right. He didn't get the jump this time. Um, yeah, this thing just came out. So you guys are good. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60 feet away from this huge creature. You've got Della and Nestor up front. Followed behind by the dwarves, Sir Willamette in the rear. This time, Sans Baby, atop a, <laughs> unfortunately, still living. Really resident. frees up my movement. <laughs> Round one, Barry! Uh, so I actually need a quick primer because we got off our horses. I can't really fight on this horse because it's not combat trained, right? Correct. Uh, that sucks. Uh, Maybe you should train your horse. <laughs> uh, so busy carving. Well, you know, the guy, the guy who seems to be good with animals is giving lectures to teenagers instead of training our horses. Uh, uh, I'm going to. Uh, I almost want to hold my action. How far can I move on the horse? And is dismounting a move action or a standard action? Uh, I believe it's a move action. Okay. So I'm going to hold my action until I see the melee people go. Um, Because I need to get close enough, but I want to position myself wisely so I'm not shooting through them, and uh, just strategically it'll be best for me to set in afterwards. All right, so Baron delays his action. Della. Uh, Della is going to cast Cat's Grace on herself, and then uh, move up. No, she'll help. She'll, she'll she'll hang back for now. She'll ha- cast cast grace, and that's it. Okay, uh, it is now the Cyclops' turn. <laughs> <laughs> it just sees all of you in the thickets. Clearly, it's been chasing these two uh, men that look obviously 
scared for their lives. Are they between us and the and the Cyclops? No, they're over here in the woods. So oh, okay. he was this uh, Cyclops was looking for them, and they ran into the woods and the thickets here, off the path. But then he came through the path and sees you guys. He rushes forward and just levels his eye at all of you and just reaches back into the sky like, ah, and just boom, shoots a beam of light what? out of his eye what? at all of you. He's, a, he's Cyclops. He's actually Cyclops? He's, Cyclops. he's actually X-Man. Cyclops. <laughs> Roll a reflex save. Oh, oh my God, I could I, not have a worse reflex oh, save. This oh, no. is going to be bad. 21. Oh, 26 for Della. All right. 12 for Willamette. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 24. 24 for Ben. What about Umlo? Matthew, Damn come it. on. <laughs> I'm trying to research things. Uh, 23. 23. All right, so Willamette failed. <sighs> so will. Your horses should roll reflex saves as well in All Lexington because right. they're going to take damage. I forgot about Lexington. Reginald? Everyone's horse, right? What is the reflex save of a horse? <laughs> Assume it's Re- low. Reflex save is plus five. Uh, 16 for Leonard or whatever my horse's name is. <laughs> uh, 25 for Reginald. Okay. 24. 23 for Lexington. All right. So wow. out of everyone in this party, <laughs> Willamette and Nestor's horse fail. <laughs> Willamette and Nestor's horse take 32 points of damage. Oh, wow. Wow. And the rest of you take 16. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A, a Wait, beam what? Of light. 32 is half? No, 32 is full. So Didn't if you, you, know, you failed. I, I, I made it. Willamette? 23. Yeah. Who failed the... I, I Willamette failed. That's it. what I said. I think you said Lexington. Willamette and Nestor's horse Got, took 32 yeah. points of damage. Okay. Lexington's a wolf, Joe. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought he was just keeping it quick. Uh, that may have killed Nestor's horse. I sure. can't imagine the horse has more uh, than 32 uh, I, points. Sure. So, <laughs> for what it's worth, I mean, I, the beam came through. <laughs> it was a time. Him the night horses, that yeah, was, so Nestor's hor- horse gets obliterated. Horses have 15 hit points and 17 constitution points. There you go. So he it is, is exactly What was your dead. horse's name again? Buttercup. I, can't I think it was Buttercup. Oh, Buttercup, Buttercup. yeah. Buttercup, Buttercup has died. <laughs> Buttercup oh, my God. We'll see you next week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect. Maybe like. What a Buttercup! So a beam of light just comes out, scorches the earth, and that power like brushes all of you back, even those of you who made a reflex save. Nestor, now horseless. All right, um. Is the horse disintegrated? <laughs> disintegrated, yeah. So you land on your feet. I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, a pile of horse ash. I'm going to try to do a bluff check against a giant. Okay. So say, oh, fuck. It's a bloody blue dragon. Look right behind you. That's <laughs> after studying him. Um, 32. Oh, my God. Uh it's distracted. Okay. And as it's oh, distra- wait a minute. Let me make sure it speaks common. This is this is comical. Oh. Well, you know what? A thirty-two. It's at least gonna. Okay. Look and up. Uh, I'm going. To, I'm gonna. Um... Oh, fuck. Uh... It does speak common. Okay. <laughs> so I want. Is there a cover? Can I get into cover? Like while it's happening. If you go off the path. Yeah, that's what I want to try to do. Cover. Yeah. I mean, I didn't draw all yeah, these nests just, here, but there okay. could be more bushes. All right. Yeah. I just. I jump in like to a bush. Okay. All right, so Nestor, oh, dragon, runs into the bush. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it's a 20, 23 stealth to hide. Uh, okay, and so that would be against its perception. 
All right. Okay. Uh, it sees you. God damn it. 30. It only has one eyeball, man. 31. Yeah, but it's a really good one. It's it, it's just so tall it can see over the bush. Okay. Uh, but you are at least, you gain cover. Uh, Umlo. Umlo is going to attempt to fast dismount Ooh. off the horse. He's probably not going to get it. What's his ride check? Uh, he doesn't have one. <laughs> oh, lovely. So natural 20 is the only way this is going to work. But if it doesn't, I just get off as a move action, right? Correct. Three. He gets off as a move. He falls, he falls off. Um, falls off the horse. So is this He's caught the stirrup? <laughs> Not used to this new horse. Is this all difficult terrain? Is that how? Off the path. No, it's all. It's all. Normal terrain. Even if you took uh, half damage, everyone's horse that's on a normal horse is unconscious because it was sixteen points. Oh, they have fifteen so, points. So all the horses. Do. Yeah, Lexus has more hit points than sixteen. Let me see what Reginald's got. Reginald's Reginald's still up. He's got all right. So Reginald Lexington's still up. So Umlo dismounts. Baron and Umlo's horse. Unconscious. Unconscious. So Umlo gets, like, struggles out of the horse and then ducks off the path and starts making his way towards the giant spear in hand. Okay. Umlo rushes into battle. That's what Umlo does. (laughs) Sir Will atop Lexington. Sir Will is going to, uh, he's going to move uh, just to the side of Della, and he's going to try to get a clear path between him and the Cyclops, but just to the side uh, so that he can try to set up a charge. And uh, then he's going to uh, do a lay on hands on himself to uh, heal. Ah, okay, so he positions himself, lays on hands. Yeah, and he sort of is like, make way for the charge! And he sort of gets over into this square over here. All right, round two, Baron... Baron's going to go before round two, yeah. All right, Baron's going to move initiative order to the end. What are you going to do? Nope. (laughs) He literally just stood right in front of the charge. (laughs) I said, make way for a charge. (laughs) Baron's like, I will. (laughs) (laughs) He moves directly in front of Lexington. There we go. Okay. (laughs) Uh, can Can I double move, maybe? Sure. Okay. All right, so Baron moves off. Oh, and I'll do a stealth check. Where Umlo is. Okay. Uh, fail. Um, yeah, I mean, this thing has a crazy bonus to perception because it has an eye that's as big as Lexington. Okay. Uh, it's as big as an Orm Vorex. <laughs> All right, round two, Della. Uh, so how does it work? If I'm on the horse, can the horse, can I, I use the horse's movement speed as my move action? The horse is dead. Is it Mine? not? No, Reginald. Oh, Reginald, no, Reginald is much stronger. The only right. dead horse is Nestor's horse. The other horses are unconscious. Yeah, I mean, I believe that you can use your horse's action to move, and you don't have to use... And your... I can then do a full round action? Um, I don't know. It's up to you. No. No, you move, and you do your full round action, I think. Right? Or is the... What do you... you uh, just, just decide. Can he well, ride far and then do a full attack action? Well, it's a horse's movement, right? So... Right. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, you I have to try. roll a, a combat on the horse, though. Only right. if it's not combat trained. Uh, no, combat you, trained mount is DC 10 ride check. Yeah, yes. you, you have to do it even if it's combat so, trained. Got so it. I can move, and then I'd roll to fight, and then... Yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot, because I have over a 10 ride, so I was... I have, I a, I have a 7, so I have to get a 3 or better. So Della is going to... Della is going to move up within 15 feet of the giant. Okay. Spell combat, spell strike. All right. So let me roll first for... Uh, the ride check. Okay, now remember this giant fail. Failed the natural ride one. Check. Oh my god! Oh, oh so no! What is, so what's what happens? You now? fall off Reginald. Natural one. <laughs> you absolutely fall off Reginald. <laughs> so back where you were, or does he charge? Because he doesn't try to attack until after he gets within fifteen feet. So right. I think he falls right. off there. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. 
And is that knock prone or standing? I roll a reflex save. Oh, or an acrobatic check. There's a stay in a shaft. Would it be a stay in the saddle ride check? <laughs> no, you fail. You rolled a natural one on the ride check. So okay, so roll an acrobatic check to see if you land on your feet. Right. 20. 20. All right, so you just... <laughs> Reginald just keeps going past. <laughs> All right, so where, what am I in the action economy now? Uh, now you can do a standard action. Uh, okay. Uh... Dello will go, it will vanish. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. That's that great. didn't work out. Uh, okay, it's smart because it was its turn. I just picture Reginald trying to like <laughs> offer himself to the Cyclops to be like, I- I'll be your horse. <laughs> Such a good horse. All right. The, uh, the uh, whatchamacallit, the Cyclops grabs a tree trunk like from a broken tree and just hurls it at Baron and Umlo in the thicket. Oh, man. Uh, 21 to hit. Oh, uh, it's a... I'm gonna use a grit point, actually, and I'm gonna make that miss because I'm gonna use Gunslinger's Dodge. Okay. Uh, which adds plus two, and that's a miss. Is it a giant subtype? A Cyclops? Oh, actually, no, I don't use Gunslinger's Dodge. No, it wouldn't hit Umlo. Doesn't hit Umlo. Doesn't hit Umlo. Oh, it doesn't hit Umlo. And I don't use my grip point. Thank you for that. Would have been 31 points of damage. Oh, oh. Jesus. Dude, these are one-shot kills, these things. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, this is a killing machine. It's Look at the size of this thing. I mean, it's perfect. We should take a picture of this for the uh, Tumblr. We always well, it's a good thing we've, uh, it's a good thing we've done so much damage on it already. Master! <laughs> 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 Master, um, you're up. Speaking of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, I studied him. Um, so I'm going to take a couple of shots. Uh, with the deadly aim, see, I don't know what his AC is like, but we'll find out. Uh, 29. 29 hits. Okay. And that's 15 damage. Okay. Two electricity. Uh, so, uh 15 on the second roll. 15 misses, but yeah. finally some damage has been done. You see the arrow. Shocks the Cyclop and then falls to the ground. Uh, Nestor, oh, that was Nestor. Umlo. Umlo is going to double move. Umlo. Keeps, keeps, keeps charging through the woods. Dodges the tree trunk that comes flying at him. Double moves through the woods. Ah, nice. He's taking the perimeter approach. Yep, he's trying to get trying to Just moving him. into this thing is going to provoke if you get too close. Willamette, Sir Will. Sir Willamette lines, uh, lines up Lexington properly just to the side of the creature so he may tilt at it. <laughs> Uh, He's going to use his swift action to uh, uh, to challenge the creature, to use his cavalier challenge, the uh, Order of the Shield challenge. You attack my friends, you will be skewered by my spear. And uh, he challenges this uh, this creature and does a full ride by attack charge past the side of the creature. Yeah, so he's going to move about twenty feet past him. Uh, on the ride by attack. Okay, well, gets, so you covered a lot of ground on Lexington. Yeah, because it's a double double move for the through. wolf. Yeah, and you don't provoke because of ride by attack. So, well, no, because of the Cavalier's charge. Oh, Cavalier's, Cavalier's charge. charge, third level. Now, ability. if you miss, you just end up past him, or hit. Yeah, miss or hit. Miss you or just hit, you, you ride him. by. So Roll he's going to tilt down. Uh, here we go. Oh my god. Get out of here. It was literally on a fifteen and then rolled to a seven, <laughs> but that's a twenty-one to hit. Miss. Oh damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Uh, Baron. I mean, this is our only opportunity to do damage to this thing. thing is, I mean, this is a killing machine. Baron moves within 20 feet and will uh, 
pull both triggers on his gun, importing a... It's a single attack, but it's going to impart a negative four uh, modifier to both of my rolls. Ah, so you single... Tr- both, uh, pulling, both bullets are going to shoot at the same right. time. Okay. Yes! That is a... Uh, that is a hit. It's a, a 23 to hit. Against touch? Mm-hmm. All right, you hit. Oh. And that is... 17 points of damage. Oh, nice. Second attack. Boom! <laughs> Misfire. Oh, oh, you said oh my so god. Uh, misfire. <laughs> you're, you're now averaging one misfire a week. Yeah, this you sucks. weren't misfiring for such a long time, and now it's every every time. Boom! <laughs> but the, it has been hit. Round three. And can I just say, let's take a look at this map. I've never quite seen this setup you guys have. You are completely surrounding him. Usually these you get all get caught in a corner and you're... Dunk, 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 dunk. Yeah, or we're all bunched up together right in melee. But yeah. now I think we're all getting a little bit smarter about fighting giants. We're yeah. keeping our distance. I mean, this, this is, looks how you would fight a giant. Surround him! Right. Let's get him on every side! Yeah. Uh, all right. And it is round three. Did Amlo go? Della. Oh, just he moved did. into place. He double right. moved. Right, yeah. right. Uh, Della is going to... Still invisible. She's going to move up into melee and uh, cast Shock and Grasp. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. You're going to die. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot. She's, in, she's invisible still. But I forgot she has, she has the whip out, so she's going to stay back and cast Shock and Grasp. Oh, nice. Ah, stay back and cast Shock and Grasp. You've had so much success with the whip already. <laughs> I, at this point, it's... It's a much I, bigger target than a cat. I know. And I'm, I'm, I'm still rolling dice, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're going to try and hit it with the whip with Shock and Grasp. Yes. All right. Five foot step to your right. I become visible. Miss. Uh, and now here I go with the, with the actual whip. <laughs> 23 to hit. Is this uh, shocking grasp still? No, this is my actual attack. So this is just whip damage, and the, the shocking grasp is still charged. Yes. The reason I ask: roll spell resistance. Ah, okay. Oh man! God. Fourteen. Nope. Oh, oh man! So roll whip damage. You take one point of damage. That <laughs> oh, <laughs> was just like <laughs> one point of damage uh, against a cyclops. You gave him a welt. <laughs> oh my lord! And it looks at you. <laughs> With the axe? With the great axe. And just, uh, boom! <laughs> swings down at Della with its first attack. Oh. Uh, uh, is it a free action to drop a weapon? Yes. Della will drop the whip at the end of her turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is it a free action to urinate in my pants? <laughs> uh, 19, excuse me, 70 plus 5, 22 to hit. Just hits. Oh, my Lord. I, 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 oh, boy. 32 points of damage. Whoa. Second attack. Natural one. <laughs> All right! Oh, yeah. oh, I hope it's really bad. Let me see. This might confirm it's a lower to attack. I'll roll it in front of the table. Oh, my God. Confirmed fumble. Yes! 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 Oh, please drop the axe. Just drop this it. This is insanity. Uh, so that's uh, melee. melee, obviously. Um, oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. You yes. are st- bonk. You are stunned for one round. Oh, oh, oh. Fortitude negates. Now again, oh. what was the? Oh, I can't. We always remember. forget what the DC I can't is. Remember what the oh, DC the DC is, is the. Um, we haven't done this. I, in no, so no. Long. I, yeah, I looked it up. The DC is the AC of whatever you were attacking. Oh, okay. So oh, so two, what's your AC? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. I'm oh. not even exaggerating. Oh. Bonk. <laughs> oh man. Bonk Stella. <laughs> 
all right. All oh, that would have been good. And it is Nestor's turn. Well, I guess I'm just going to keep shooting at it. <laughs> Try bluffing again. And, uh, all right. First attack is a hit. Um, Nestor just hiding behind the bush. And God damn it. 14 damage, six electricity. Uh, second attack, I'm sure we'll miss. Yep. All right. <sighs> Misses. And if you're wondering at home why we're not rolling to see if it hits Della, Della is nowhere near the creature. The creature has insane reach. <laughs> uh, it is Umlo's turn. Uh, Umlo's going to take a five foot. Uh... Umlo fighting a giant. <laughs> Actually, he has to take a full move action. He steps in. Oh, what about the uh, armor? The, the fingernail oh, armor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We keep forgetting this thing. DC 16 will save. That is on the, the guy that plays um, Umlo. <laughs> DC 16 will save. Uh, failed. Okay, so okay. sickened for 1d4 rounds. Okay. Uh, sickened for two rounds. I believe that ability is not on his character sheet. <laughs> uh, why can't why can't Umlo take a five-foot step and then attack? Yeah, he doesn't have to... Uh, oh, because he has reach. He has a spear. Yeah. 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 Five-foot step, double attack you with the spear. You need to do your Umlo homework. <laughs> it's dark in here. <laughs> uh, all right. First attack... Uh, 13 miss, second attack. Get that crit, get that crit! 18, so it's a 20, 22 to hit. Hit! Yeah. Don't forget, because it's a giant, you get an extra 2d6 damage, because that's a giant spade and spear. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, 14 plus 4, so 18 damage. Nice. 18 there you go, damage. I'm low! Woo. All right, you guys have done some damage to this thing, and it has missed on a couple of attacks. That ro- that tree trunk throw was a real big miss. That's a- Seriously. Yeah. All right, Willamette. Willamette. Sure to die this episode. <laughs> oh, no kidding. No kidding. He had already ridden by him. He's going to stop, turn around, Do it again. re-reset, because he forgot something the first time. Uh, this isn't what he forgot, though. He is going to uh, smite evil. On the creature. Yes. I was wondering if you're going to do that. Yes. So he is going to uh, to uh, say, Yomadai has come to bring you down and reset himself, lower the lance for Highbury! <laughs> and charge. Uh, 28 to hit. Oh, yes! Yes! Uh, and now we get into the serious Willamette damage territory. Whoa! That is... 33 points of damage. Holy shit! If it's evil. It is evil, right? Oh, it's evil. Yeah, so... Neutral evil. uh, White light shatters upon impact as Willamette's uh, lance connects. And you just run through, again, a chunk of this flesh. Right. You hear... And actually, and if you you gotta see the image, it's Umlo. He's 10 feet away. Umlo's 10 feet away, stabbed... Pulled the spear back, and just in that second, in that five foot space, right, came, through, came running, running through, through with the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Took a chunk out of his, like, the back of his thigh. Yes. <laughs> I can't even do the, the guttural sound that would be the. Yeah. And that ride by attack is amazing because now Will is still another 50 feet past him. Yeah. Right, so now I can only attack Della and Umlo. Smart. Uh, Baron. <laughs> uh, Baron uh, spends a grit point to quick clear his gun. Okay. And then he spends another grip point, and he he really he closes one eye and really aims carefully, and he looks down the side of his barrel, and he targets the arm of the cyclops, uh, and he will drop his weapon. Oh, oh please! On a hit. Natty twenty. This is you, Natty twenty. Second misfire. Oh, oh my god! god. 
Imagine if you didn't clear it. Imagine if you didn't clear it. Look at Joe. Look at Joe. <laughs> oh, so misfire. Oh. Did you have to spend a grip point to do that? To do that aiming? To do both, yes. Okay. I'd be knocking people's weapons out of their hands every round if I didn't have to spend a grip on Are you kidding me? Oh, that would have been huge. Uh, round four, Della. Uh, Della is... Wipes the urine off of her leg. <laughs> Free action. Free action. Oh, thank you. Uh, Della is going to spell combat. Oh, boy. Uh, no, actually... Uh, with a five-foot... Five, if I do a five-foot step, can I draw the sword on that, or does that make it a move action? Yes, it makes it a move action, not a free um, action. Della is going to draw draw is going to draw the scimitar. Swift action. Flaming. Keen it. Shock it. And she's going to vanish. Keen it, shock it, vanish. <laughs> Twist it, pop it. <laughs> Alright. Pop it, swing it, set it. It is the Cyclops turn. It sees you and goes to try to swing where you it does were. Not, oh, fifty percent right. mischance. I'll let. Uh, well, I'll roll. I'll let you roll the fifty percent mischance. Well, only if he hits. Oh, that. Let me, only if he hits. Eighteen on the die. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, on the die. Yeah, you hit. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew. Turn so, roll uh, just to be clear, <laughs> fifty-one or higher, it doesn't hit you. Oh. Four. Forty. No, it's, no, it's four. four. Oh. oh my oh god! Oh my god! It just—it just sees you from. Boom! Hits Della. Still has the great X in the hand, thanks to Baron's misfire for twenty-one points of damage. And then the second attack. Della's unconscious. Della's unconscious. Then huh. second attack on Umlo. Boom! Tries to hit Umlo for twenty-six to hit. Hit. Hit something. Now it's because it's sickened. It's doing less damage. 28 points of damage to Umla. Wow. This thing just did, what, uh, 49 points of damage to, to just... <laughs> boom! Oh, you rolled a 20, 28 to hit Umla? 28 to hit Umla. Oh, wow. Uh, Nestor. Uh, I'm gonna... Nestor's so safely couched back there. I'm actually gonna move a little closer. Yeah, I'm gonna move up, move up a little closer. I get some more. I'm so jealous, you guys. I want to be in this combat. So <laughs> I want to be one of the PCs. Uh, that's a hit, and uh, da, da, da. Uh, twelve points of damage. Twelve points of damage. Yep. All right. It is now Umlo's turn. See now, Matthew. The good thing about double falling unconscious, you can just focus on Umlo. <laughs> You're welcome. Umlo. You're um, welcome. Umlo just took a great exit. I don't think I'm going to be focusing on Umlo very long. Question: Does uh, does she become visible now? I was just about to look that up. Okay. Oh yeah. When you, I assume you have to concentrate. But it was a rod, right? No. Oh. I mean, you don't have to concentrate. Well, long. deal with deal with Umlo right now, and then yep. look up to if Della is visible. I'm sure we'll get angry letters later. Um, Umlo's gonna do two attacks. <laughs> Come two on, attacks. critical. Oh, he needs that. Roll a natty twenty. A crit would be enormous. Natural twenty. Get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I can see it. Somebody confirm. bottle cap this guy on the confirm. Oh confirm. Oh my god! I don't have one. I don't have one either. Baron's the only one. Hey, Baron I, I hates never spending. get bottle caps, and I have to give it to someone else. If you ever <laughs> gave them out, we'd have one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to confirm. Uh, uh, it's not going to confirm. 18. Damn. 18 to hit. No confirm. No oh, confirm. That's max, max damage, max, though. Max damage. And so, you get the giant span. So, so 12. 24. 28 points of damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 46 plus 4. 28 Hold points of damage. Hold on a minute. 28 points of damage? Yeah. 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 All right. I will tell you right now, this thing has 
ferocity on top of everything else. Oh it had God. 119 hit points. I have exacted every single hit point you guys have done. You just knocked it to negative 19 with that hit. Whoa! Whoa. Let me look at its constitution real quick. Joe, would you I'll hand you this? Would you read the constitution score? 19. Damn! <laughs> oh we'll see you next week! Oh Victory! Victory for Highbury! Thank <laughs> you.